a great privilege uh, to be with you again this year. And um, I always love it that Creation Fest asked me to come and just tell a story or two about our faith in Christ. But before I do that, I, f- I feel I want to make a declaration. And some of you here will know Jesus, and some of you will not. And some of you might have heard about him, but you've not made a decision to follow him. I'm 50 years old. I met Jesus Christ when I was 18 on the 22nd of April, 1990. And after all these years, I want to start by saying that only Jesus Christ can change your life and change your destiny. Only Christ can do that. Who believes that as well? Only Jesus can do that. I believe he made me. I believe God made me. And I believe he made you. And I believe only he can change your life and destiny. I'm going to tell a little story about that. I've got a mate called Sean. I live just south of uh, Sheffield in a place called Chesterfield, uh, a little town actually by Chesterfield called Staveley. And ten doors up from me, there's a a new mate of mine called Sean, and I only met him at the start of this year. And to cut a very long story short, Sean had spent 32 years in the British Army. He was a para in the parachute regiment, and he had fought in every single major conflict that the British Army had been involved in. He'd been shot a few times, he had a bit of shrapnel still in him, he'd been blown up, he'd been a pathfinder, and he'd been a sniper. And when I encountered him, he was suffering from extreme combat PTSD. This guy couldn't get up in the mornings, he was sleeping on the floor, his life was just immersed in pain. He felt nauseous every morning. He slept on the floor through fear. It was the only way he could get comfort. And again, long story short, after a few months of getting to know him, I said to him, why don't you come on the road with me? I'm a preacher. Why don't you come on the road? Because I'm travelling from Sheffield to Buckinghamshire to preach in a church. And then I'm going from Buckinghamshire where I'm preaching to Maidstone in Kent where I'm watching a bunch of my mates who do Kung Fu and they're mixed martial artists. He said, yeah, I'll do that. I said, I've got to pick you up at half past six in the morning so you're going to have to steal yourself for that and we won't get back until the early hours. And that's what we did. We went on the road and he told me his story about his life. He told me about the pain and the stress of combat and he told me the reason why he had PTSD, he watched his friends die. He watched particularly his best friend die in front of him and he couldn't get to him to save him. And he had this thing called survivor guilt and shame. And on the way down, I actually thought maybe for someone with combat PTSD, watching mixed martial arts probably isn't the best thing. But I took him anyway. And then we got back at 1.30 in the morning. And then at 8.30 in the morning, Sean sent me a text. And he said, I need to come and see you because I had a really strange dream. I said, I'll put the kettle on. Within a few minutes, he's in my house. Bear in mind, he's only had a few hours sleep. And this is what he said to me. I want you to listen very carefully. Sean said to me, he said, I had a dream last night that there was a whiteboard. And the whiteboard was standing next to a small chair. And it was in a rectangular room. Now, Sean had never been to my house, and he didn't know this, but 
It said on the whiteboard I'd written, Airborne Soldier Identity and Injustice. But what he didn't know was that eight weeks earlier, I'd woken up in the morning and said to my wife, Karen, I've got this overwhelming feeling I need to buy a whiteboard. And she went, what for? You never write anything down. I said, I know, but I think I need one. So I'd bought a whiteboard. And I said to Sean, you need to see what's in my garden. In my garden is a rectangular office. And, and I put the whiteboard that I'd never used with a new pack of pens and an unwrapped magnetic whiteboard rubber next to a small chair I just bought on Facebook Marketplace. Now, if you think I'm making this up, I have photo evidence. So Sean walks into my office having had a dream of a whiteboard next to a small chair in a rectangular room and just stood there and nearly dropped his coffee on the floor. And I said, I, th I think, mate, this is God speaking to you. And Sean wrote on the whiteboard with the new pens, Airborne Soldier, Identity and Injustice. And he told me how with the PTSD, it was so severe. He couldn't hear birdsong anymore. And he couldn't hear background noise. And he told me how as a lad, he used to listen to the Skylarks and it used to give him peace on his uncle's farm. And, but how all of that had been taken from him. And we talked about the injustice of not being able to get his war pension for his injuries. And he was still fighting for that. And we talked about how being an elite soldier in a parachute regiment was what he did. But it's not who he was. We talked all these things through for two hours. And then me and Sean went for a walk in the woods by my house. And we talked about how the cross of Jesus Christ, when he died on the cross, that Jesus took our sorrows and our pain. And I, I talked to him through a book in the Bible called Isaiah, where it says, we're healed by his wounds, a prophecy, a foretelling of the cross, hundreds of years before it happened. It talks about how he's healed by his wounds and the shame had been taken on Jesus and the pain had been taken on Jesus. And he said to me this thing, he said, I heard in the army through the chaplains that Jesus died for the world. I went, no, Sean. Jesus died for you, individually. And he knows you by name. And he's going to me, you're actually saying that the God who made the universe knows me. I said, yes, mate. He knows every hair on your head or lack of. He knows every word on your tongue. He knows every day and he knows your pain. And he knows everything you've done and everything you've gone through and everything you will do. And the truth is, he still chose to die on a cross for you. And then three days later, he rose again. And he dealt with it all so you can be healed. you just got to give it to Jesus. So we're walking around the woods talking about all this. And me and this elite soldier, we stood there after two, three hours together. And we held hands in the woods. And he gave his life to Jesus. And as he gave his life to Christ, wait for this. As he gave his life to Jesus Christ, he looked up at me with tears streaming down my, his face. He went, I can't believe it. I can suddenly hear the birds singing again. How about that? He said, I can hear the birds singing. So we go back to my office. We had a dream. 
It's like, I can't believe it. We go back in and he picks up the board rubber that's never been used and he wiped the board clean and he wrote on it, Sean, son of God, father and friend. And his life completely changed. And the truth of the matter is that he's still on the whiteboard four months later because I don't write anything down. It's the only reason I got it. It was the Lord. He made me spend 64 quid. But this is the truth. Jesus Christ can wipe the ball clean for you. He can wipe your slate clean. He can unblock your ears. You can hear the birds singing again. I don't care who you think you are. It doesn't matter to Jesus what you have done. Your identity can be you are a son or daughter of the living God. He's a God of a thousand second chances. He can start you over afresh and new and unblock your ears and wipe your slate clean. It's the most beautiful message in the universe. It don't matter who you think you are tonight or what you think you've done or accomplished. Jesus Christ can give you a completely fresh start. And to do that, the Bible uses a word called repentance. It's understanding do you live life your way. And now God's saying, stop living your way. It gets you in the pain and mess. But if you live my way and turn around and start going the way I want to go, that's called deciding to repent and follow Jesus and put your faith, hope, life and trust in him and he will wipe your slate clean and give you a fresh start unblock your ears and you'll see the world differently. The day I gave my life to Christ, the 22nd of April, 1990, which is in Hornchurch in Essex, I stood on a main road in front of a whole bunch of people and started crying. And they said to me, BT, why are you crying? And I said, because I can see leaves and they're green. And they, my mate Big C goes, what are you talking about? I said, the leaves are green, mate. And I'm crying. And what had happened was, the Lord, God, he'd taken the veil off my eyes and I suddenly saw the world that God had made and it was beautiful. And I saw that the life was full of hope and possibilities and dreams. And I tell you now, although Sean, my mate, has got a journey in front of him, he's up in the morning, he's bright and breezy, he's got a smile on his face, he's got peace in his heart, he knows a new joy, and although he could have years and years of psychotherapy, I tell you what, Jesus can clean you up overnight. He can. He absolutely can. So I'm going to cut to the chase. And I do this every year I speak here and I do this around the country. I'm not the most eloquent of men. I'm a bit of a blunt hammer. But I'm just going to lay it out in front of you. Jesus Christ can give you a fresh start. He died on the cross for you. He knows you by name. And I believe that there are people here tonight who know this, but have not decided to surrender their lives to Christ, or you once did, and now you've been trying living life your own way, and it has taken you into pain. I'll tell you now, that if you decide to follow Christ or rededicate your life, he will put your feet on the rock, he will clean you up, he'll put peace and joy in your heart, but he'll do something else. He will take you to the wire. And he will fashion you and mould you to be the kind of person that deep down you know you ought to be. Because he loves you. He's got a plan for you. 
and a destiny for you. And here's the truth. One day, you're all going to die. Happy weekend. You are. You're all going to snuff it. But when you do, if you put your trust in Christ, you'll open your eyes and you'll be in front of the Lord and it'll be beautiful. You have a choice to make. It's good news and bad news. The bad news is if you don't decide for Jesus, you put yourself outside of his love. But if you decide for Jesus, man, that's everything. He's the most beautiful thing in the universe. Totally change your life. He's the God who wipes your slate clean and gives you a new hope and a new future. So here's the thing. If you know that you need to decide for Jesus or get your feet back on the rock, I want you to do one very simple thing. There's a whole bunch of people here who do prayer. I can see them moving into position. I want to pray for you. There's a bunch of people who want to pray for you. So I'm going to pray now. And if you want to decide for Jesus, I'm going to ask you to put some skin in the game and some teeth on it and get up out of your chair or off the ground and come and kneel at the front as a gesture to God. You're surrendering your life to Christ. You can start making your way forward now if you want to do that. You might want to rededicate your life to Christ and say, I need the slate white clean. And if you want to do that, and as people see you coming forward, they'll clap and they'll cheer because you're welcoming me into the family of heaven. What a beautiful thing that would be. So if that's you, you want to come forward, do it now. And I want to come down and shake your hand. If there's anyone here who wants to surrender their life to Christ, you come and kneel. So come on, Lord. I'm going to give this time. Praise the Lord. He is the God who wipes your slate clean. There might be someone here who's thinking, if you knew what was in my life, you'd never forgive me. That is a lie from hell. Jesus wants to wipe your slate clean and give you a new start and a fresh hope and a new future. So you come forward and kneel. I'm going to give it time. So it takes time to make this decision. Praise the Lord. Let's come, let's cheer these people giving their lives to Christ and rededicating themselves. Praise God. New hope, new future. He is the God who will help you hear the birds singing again. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. Is there anyone else who wants to come forward in this moment? If your soul is required of you tonight, do you know where you are? But this is a moment where you can say, I'm with you, Jesus. So I'm going to give it more time. Is there anyone else who needs in this moment to come forward? Could be right at the back and surrender their lives to Jesus. Evangelists always ask multiple times. That's what we do because we like dogs with bones. Heavenly Father, just as people consider these things, we pray you come, Holy Spirit, and brood over this meeting. Yes, Lord. Praise Jesus. Can we have the prayer team come and start praying for people? Anyone else in this moment wants to surrender their life to Christ? Praise God. I'm just going to give it just a moment. Heavenly Father, we pray in Jesus' name for these precious people who committed their lives to you tonight. We pray, Father, that your spirit would rest on them. You're giving you peace, a sense of security in you. You get your grip around them in Jesus' name. I'm going to ask one last time. 
Do you know what I mean? With heart thumping, thinking, I wish in this moment I'd surrender my life to Jesus. I wish I'd come forward. I'm going to give you a moment now where you can. And this, this crowd of your new family of the kingdom of God will, will clap and cheer you forward. Is there anyone else? Is there anyone else who needs to come? Yes, brother. Well done, mate. Yes, Lord. Yeah, praise God. Praise the Lord. It's a holy moment. Praise God. Praise God. We pray, Father. Get hold of these people and transform their lives and their destinies. Bless us, Father, as we pursue the things of your kingdom. We love you, Lord. And we thank you. We thank you for not just Sean, but these beautiful brothers and sisters here. New brothers and sisters who committed to you. We pray your blessing upon their lives. Remember, brothers and sisters, our God is the God who can help us hear birds song again and wipe our slate clean. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for you. He loves you. He knows you by name. Keep on a narrow path. Keep following him. And one day we will go home. And we will go home together. And we will look around. And we will see a multitude with us. Because we hung in there and we walked on the righteous path. And we followed the ancient ways. And one day we'll be there. It'll be like the blink of an eye. And you'll look at each other and you'll go, how did you get in? I go, I don't know. Why are you here? And we'll say, it was because of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's give him a hand. Praise him.